Taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, uh, fucking crazy times, man. Um, going through this this week, I um, I felt a lot of stress at work, mm-hmm. and it's one of those weeks where it's like it's a roller coaster week. You. you Got your good moments, you got your bad moments, and you know. But at one point during this week, in the middle of the week, I had the most mixed day I think I've ever had, probably in my entire life. Maybe not. I'm, I might be juicing that up a little bit, but all right. details. <clears throat> all right. So, starting in the morning, um, I had uh, I got some really really great news. Okay. Like. Life-altering news, right? Got some life-altering news. So I was starting to tell off like, oh, my God, just in shock. of like, oh, my God, this is crazy, right? And then the rest of the day proceeded to be the worst day. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, and, you know, I could explain the details of it, but it's just, uh, let's just say it's, uh, it's a lot of chaos going on. And, and I wasn't sure where to, like, how I should, like, should I like be aggressive and be like, fuck everything? Or should I just be like, you know what? It's just a day. You know, it's cool. Mm. Some days I like this. Well, see, now you got to elaborate a little bit. So like, obviously you didn't get fired. No. Right. Mm. Um, I imagine the good news you received earlier in the day was like, Hey, you're going to be able to do more shit at work, more shit, more stuff that you want. Uh, uh well, okay. Uh, more projects. I, I, no, I'm, I'm not going to let out the, uh, the good news. Cause it was, it was, it had nothing to do with work. It was, it was yeah. a more personal thing, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to let it out yet because, yeah. Yeah, hold on to that. Yeah. But you still got your job. Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing materially changed in yeah. my life. Okay. Or, or, or as far as, like, the things that went bad. Yeah, so the bad went, stuff had to be. It wasn't It wasn't bad as in, like, oh, my God. It's momentarily bad. Momentarily, but it's so frustrating in the moment that you're like, I wish I could just punch somebody in the face right now. Yeah. Like, I, I really wouldn't mind just fucking just. Yeah, ripping one right into somebody's fucking lip. So Monday morning, right? Mm-hmm. This upcoming Monday, when you go back to work, yeah, will it still like will it still be affecting you a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit, but not. Um, but I think I've got a, I've got, I got my head wrapped around things where it's just like, okay, let's let's bring it back. You, to, you can navigate the situation. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And yeah. your paycheck isn't gonna be uh, no, 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 impacted no, 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 at we're, all. We're still Gucci. Oh, yeah, we're still Gucci. So, so yeah. you're good. So yeah, it's just yeah. momentary. <laughs> uh, those types of weeks or those days, like what I always try and think of, like whenever I'm in a situation where, and I think I deal with like tension really well. Mm. Like whenever, even when shit is like fucked up, I'm always like, yeah, it's okay. Could be worse, right? Yeah. Maybe that's a bad thing, right? Because I, I think in in some situations when things are you know tense and and when you're going through a situation, you really need to be present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And like even if like you got to be angry, you got to be anxious, you got to be whatever is going to get you going and get you in the right frame of mind to tackle that situation. Mm-hmm. You need to you yeah. need to put yourself in that space to deal with that thing head on, right? Yeah. Sometimes, or I think most of the times for me, I'm flat, which I'm like. You know, if things are great, I'm like, yo, this is great. If things are really bad, I'm like, this is bad, but, you know, it's going to be fine. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think 
it's important yeah. to like know how to respond to those situations, right? Yeah. And what I always do is I always think to myself like, will this matter next week? Mm. Right. That is actually a good because it, what it does is is it sets it uh, it sets you up so that you never either act to uh, you never take something. Some if you get good news, you don't overreact to it, but then um, with bad news you don't like or i'm sorry the opposite uh with good news you don't underreact to it but then with bad news you don't overreact to it embrace the good news realize that like the bad news they're 52 weeks in a year right yeah so if one is bad right if week three of you know 2020 was bad it's like okay you know the shit is fucked up right now yeah is this going to impact week four right Mm. yeah and it might it might impact weeks four, five, six, but you're like, oh, you know what? Week eight, the 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 you know the dust will have settled. Things will be back in motion. I'm straight, right? Yeah. So I always try and think about it in, in that way. No, right? that's a, no that's, one day yeah. do I let critically impact everything else. The other days, at that's least very, I try not to. That's very true. But I think what I suffer from is momentum. Like when I feel like I'm building momentum, I'm so there's a point in my life where I stopped like trying so hard and, mm-hmm. and the reason why that is is because what i realize is when you try really hard sometimes you'll get some really good results out of it right and so you'll build this like sugar high and then all of a sudden something bad goes wrong and then it's like oh no here we go and then you're like you go way past so it's like the extremes get larger right yeah so true. you see so, a lot of success and then like the fall from the top is a lot that further, much right? further yeah. right um, so, but of late of like the last few years, like I've tried to adopt the, uh, the model of like, no, like put forth your best foot forward and just like live with whatever happens, which is sort of where I'm at. But also it's just like in that particular day, I just felt like I was hitting the other, I was hitting the downward slope of that, uh, 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 you know, of, of that time period. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't feel good, but, uh, but yeah, I shrugged it off Yeah, back in the game. Well, sometimes that's why you just got to keep a bottle of scotch. <laughs> In your desk at work, and just duck off real quickly. No, I can't. I can't do that, dude. Because then, then I get take a thirty-five minute shit. Then you get to t- <laughs> right. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. That that is always the correct way to deal with any shitty situ- situations. Just go take. Yo, a shit. my coworkers must think I have like really bad <laughs> bowel syndrome. Yeah, fuck he's all, IBS. He's, he's always shitting. Right, like everybody out. Everybody else I work with, they'll just sit at their desk for like seven, eight hours and yeah. just work. Right? You'll be gone for like two every, hours. Like, <laughs> every hour I take like, you know, a good seven to ten minutes and I'm, I'm just like gone from my desk. <laughs> and I'll just go walk around, get another cup of coffee, make myself a tea, yeah. you know, go sit on the toilet. I don't even have to shit. <laughs> I'm sitting on the toilet, right? So I'm like, fuck that computer shit. <laughs> I've no, already you, checked my emails four times over. Well, you you, you got to do that in order to, uh, oh, to maintain gosh. your sanity. Yeah. Can you imagine really working the full eight hours in Wants the day? Wants to do that? It sounds terrible. Oh, <laughs> but you know what sounds good? It's this goddamn podcast. Yo yo yo! This your boy. Tito, as you know. It's your boy, O Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, firm related, along with any goddamn thing you want to talk about coming to you live direct. Hot Studios, Baltimore City. Live and direct.
I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh the live and direct part. Okay. Yeah, yeah even though we're we've not. De- we've debated yeah. that several times on but uh sometimes it it just like it just feels good. It's different. Different mm-hmm. energy. Live and direct. Okay. All right. What is the I, I get the live part, right? If you're, yeah. you're doing a live recording and people go listening to live, what does the direct mean? That we're a hey, unfiltered. Is that what it means? Bringing it straight to the streets, you know? I don't even know what that means. Straight but. to the streets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how you say some shit? That's what happens when like there's a group of white people <laughs> in a in, in a marketing meeting straight to the decide, streets. How do we connect to our like core consumer? Urban audience and then someone throws that word i'm like yeah the urban teen right and they're just talking about young black kids how do we you know how do we say how do we get straight to the streets yeah let's get gritty let's get dirty with this and it's like streets all right under armor and then jamal jamal sitting in there like new uh, steph curry's are coming out (laughs) oh yeah and then there's the one black guy in the the room like Hey, you guys still cutting that check? Yeah, right. all right, yeah. <laughs> good. D- that direct positive hit tomorrow. All right, all right, we good. We good. Y'all talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. All that straight to the street shit. All right, uh, let's just jump right into the shit, man. Um, let's talk about uh, what's actually coming out um, this week in theaters. Um, so this week we have Bloodshot coming out uh, in theaters. Uh, this is. Uh, yeah, well, let me read the synopsis first. Uh, Ray Garrison, an elite soldier who was killed in battle, is brought back to life by an advanced technology that gives him the ability of superhuman strength and fast healing. With his new abilities, he goes after the man who killed his wife. That's uh, very unpredictable. Or at least uh, he knows, or at least he believes, killed his wife. He soon comes to learn not everything he learns can be trusted. The true question is can he even trust himself? Uh, this film, Bloodshot, is directed by Dave Wilson and written by Jeff Wadlow, who has a story by and screenplay credit, uh, as well as uh, Eric uh, Heiserer, who has a screenplay credit, um, and Kevin Van Hook, uh, Bob Layton, Don Perlin, who all have the comic book uh, credit on the film. It stars Vin Diesel, Isa Gonzalez, Guy Pierce, uh, Tallulah uh, Riley. And of course, uh, like I mentioned before, it comes out this particular Friday, which is Friday the oh god, is it Friday the thirteenth? No, fourteenth. Yeah, yeah. Friday the fourteenth. Yeah, uh, in March, March fourteenth, I believe it is. Uh, but yeah, news. Uh, did you see the? Uh, you saw the trailer for this, right? Yeah, I saw the trailer. For yeah, what do you what do you think about it? Oh, god. Yeah, uh, and and usually I like these types of like run and gun, shoot 'em up type of movies, right? Where sh- a lot of explosions, gunfire, and you know innocent people dying, a lot of innocent mm. people dying, right? Um, <laughs> we like that apparently. Yeah, this one, this one was just a little bit. Uh, there's something about it I just couldn't. <laughs> just didn't agree with me, right? Is like it because he didn't say family at any point during family. It? Family. You win by an inch, you <laughs> win by a mile. Winning is winning. <laughs> Um, uh, this movie it just didn't like it has all the elements right. Yeah, the run and gun, the shoot 'em up shit, explosions, body armor, some sci-fi high tech shit, right? Yeah, it's I, it's just missing something. What that thing is, to be honest, I don't know. It's an actual story. So it's like originality, like story, just yeah. It doesn't have that thing that intrigues me. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like um. 
you know, let's say you go to a restaurant, right? A new restaurant, mm-hmm. but you see something on the menu that you've had before. And you're like, okay, I'm at a new restaurant, but here's this thing I like. Yeah. You know, I'm going to order that. Yeah. Right? And then all they do is give you what you want, right? <laughs> or what you expect, right? But yeah. like not with like the new, right? You go to yeah. a new restaurant, you order the thing that you've had before. You maybe want to see like, oh, this is going to be a little bit different than something new. This doesn't have any new. <laughs> it's just the thing. Yeah. No, I think this just falls right in line with like a shit ton of like Vin Diesel movies. And I don't know why he's kind of become this this person right like i don't know if it's from fast and furious why he kind of got this thing where he just gets to play like superheroes and shit and it's like it was riddick why? it was chronicles of riddick. yeah it was riddick and then i know he had another one where he was like uh it's like the he had like a sword like or some shit the witch hunter or something like yeah. That. yeah something like that uh and it's just like well when the fuck did we give vin diesel the license to kill like I don't remember him applying, you know, at the uh, DMP. There was no training either. Yeah, he just <laughs> went from working on cars <laughs> in LA to all right. So now all I'm of a on. Sudden he's, I'm on the fucking moon. And, and you know when I thought he was like, all right, we're getting a little out of control. Is when he went square up with a rock and actually in like, like fast I think it was seven like or something like six. that. Yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah. Was You're not gonna beat the rock the in a rock. A trained. Yeah. Fucking U.S. <laughs> Army soldier, and you just uh, live <laughs> to tell the tale in like, Los Angeles. And you fuck? work on cars. You can't. You don't got hands like you this guy has. Working hands. on your Pontiac yeah. GTO. To <laughs> your hands are different. This guy's been trained. This guy's killed four hundred people so with his bare hands. Twelve oil changes. <laughs> How they matched up, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So. um yeah, that, I mean that's pretty much all I want to talk about this film. Uh, I I don't uh, I don't foresee this being anything that's uh, terribly interesting. Um, In two years, when when this is on like FX or USA, yeah, I'll check it out. Oh yeah, check it out. Yeah, 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 definitely. It'll be good. A good Wednesday night when you got nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. Wednesday night. <laughs> all right, uh, let's jump into the new, uh, some more shit here coming out this uh, this particular week. Uh, we have I Still Believe which is the true life story of Christian um, music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. This film is directed by uh, Andrew Erwin as well as John Erwin uh, and written by both as well. Uh, this film stars Britt Robinson, uh, KJ Appa, Melissa Roxburgh, and uh abigail cohen and uh of course like i said is due out this particular friday i think it's friday march 14th I, you know i gotta double check that before i keep getting my dates wrong here but um did you happen to see this trailer at all nope i yeah. skipped this one yeah it's fine it's it's uh it's about churchy shit christian, uh, christian. just a christian singer guy with the guitar yeah you know what i'm not even gonna hate on this movie you know why because there's a market for it. Oh, yeah. They, they, they know Listen, that people are going to come out to watch this You slap Christian on anything, <laughs> Christians are going to... Holy shit. They're going to buy it. It is Friday the 13th. This upcoming Friday? Yeah. Ooh, scary hours. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Oh, there's going to be a lot of Damn, Jason going on. I got to do... Oh, ooh, yes. That's Jason be all over TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite Jason? Mine's just, uh, part seven. What is part seven? Explain to me what happened. What was I think the it was like, like? Uh, uh, I think it was like J- the return of Jason or something like that. Yeah, remember it was <laughs> the return of J- after seven movies. Jason have returns. They, <laughs> have they not already used yeah, that? Every movie is Jason returns. Jason comes back. Here comes Jason. There he is over there. I think he's he's on his way. 
Jason's five minutes out. <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, man. Um, uh, my favorite Jason is, uh, it has to be, I think it was, uh, I think it was number two. That's probably a lie. It's probably either two or three. I can't remember exactly which one uh, it was. Uh-oh. Seem to, I seem to have pressed something. Um, uh, I, I think it was, it was number two where he, uh, I just forget. I, I forget exactly what happens, but I remember like maybe one of the kids that were at the original Crystal uh, Crystal Lake, or at least in in part one or something like that, is growing up, and now he comes back. And I just remember he was wearing this like denim jacket. And I remember it was the first time where I seen somebody like really try to like go head up with Jason and like not be, you know, a punk about it. Um, but like he 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 changed Jason and he, you know, uh, sends him to the bottom of uh, Crystal Lake. I just remember seeing that and being like, okay, you know, somebody who's not afraid of the, just a guy. Was it like around. a living person who yeah, like yeah, wrapped yeah. him up? Mm-hmm. See, I think it was in part seven, which is like Jason Returns or whatever. Um, it was the one where like the girl, she kind of had like powers, telekinetic powers, and she could like move things with her mind a little bit. Nah. Right? Nah, never. I so I've the, seen it. The dope part about this one, right? And I'm pretty sure it was like Jason Seven, which was like the Jason Returns or whatever the fuck it was, right? Um, her father had also drowned at mm. like Camp Crystal Lake, right? Yeah. So it was like Jason was down there, and then her father was down there. Oh, so her dad like come, comes back. And- so at one point she's on the docks, and Jason has her cornered, and she's like crying and screaming, and then like she starts to use her powers against Jason, which I guess like brings her father back. Yeah. Her father comes back like. Debo, with, you know what I mean? Like he had the brick for Debo too. Uh, he, so he comes back, he like busts out of the water on the dock, and he like grabs Jason by like the legs, and he like get knocks him down to his knees and wraps the chain around him, and he like drags Jason back down to hell. Yeah. Yo, the hardest. Even today, like the, if I watch that movie, I'm hyped. That was yeah. the hardest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Far Cry from I still believe. Far, which, far, 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 far. Um, I, I still believe though. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, this, uh, this movie, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not yeah, gonna see this shit. Yeah. I, I look, I, I don't feel comfortable when I'm like m- surrounded by Too more many. than like three Christians. It's yeah. Like, at any one given time. Uh, like, it's like, you know, it's a very uneasy you feeling. Have, it's have like, wait a minute. Jesus conversation. <laughs> Right, so, oh, oh. and it'll be like the dumbest thing that pulls you into the conversation. It's like fucking like you know, like a piece of paper rolls down. She's like, yeah, yeah, that reminds me of like Deuteronomy, you know, eighteen, nineteen, <laughs> and it's like, oh, here we go. Uh, hey, you know, what I hate hearing about like God's plans. Jesus has a plan for you. Like, yo, that uh, kid just got shot yesterday. Was that he part didn't have of a plan? plan for <laughs> no, he didn't have a plan for that child. But it's because he didn't know yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's like, all right, all right. I see here. what we're doing here. <laughs> All right, uh, all right. Let's move on. Um, we've got another film coming out. Uh, this is My Spy. Uh, a hardened CIA operative finds himself at the mercy of a, a precocious nine-year-old girl, um, having been sent undercover to surveil her family. This uh, film has been directed by uh, Peter Siegel, uh, written by uh, Eric uh, Hober, as well as John, uh, as well as John Hober. Uh, and stars uh, Dave Batista, Chloe Clo- uh, Coleman, um, Parisia uh, Fitz Henley, Henley, uh, Christian Scowl. Uh, yeah, uh, Dave Batista. Look at him pulling. Uh, this is this is the usual. You getting that kid money back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you you know if you're ex pro wrestler you have to do a movie that has to do with like you know babysitting a kid at some point in time john cena's done it uh, i know he came out with a movie i think it was last year where he was like a fireman the fireman uh, or something and, like that and the, it was a kid or something like yeah, that or yeah. the dog there's like three there's like three kids and like he had it like, the rocks done down. many of them the, the prince is it with fairy princess or tooth princess yeah, like or, tooth something fairy. Like tooth fairy or something like that and then he did like the something up the mountain uh, oh, oh, uh, back journey to, to something, something, mountain. something. Yeah, I don't know, something. Yeah, uh, and then he, uh, Hulk Hogan, I'm sure he's done. Uh, oh, he's done a lot of Triple them, yeah. H has done. Like I think he has like the nanny or something like that, or the the manny. I don't know, something stupid like that. Uh, so yeah, it's just a it's a prerequisite. I, but I think Batista is interesting, right? Because he was complaining about, um, or not complaining, but like he, I remember he had comments about like. He doesn't want to do certain roles because it's like, yo, I'm above that. Like, come on. I just did Bond. Like, get the fuck out of my face. But then he comes out with my spy and it's just like, whoa. Well, so wasn't it him against, like, was it him and, like, Dwayne Johnson or something like that? He was commenting on, like, The Rock had No, 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 no. It movie? was, uh, it was, um, it was, it, uh, his comments oh, were you know, about, it was, it was about Fast like, and Furious, yeah, how Fast. he wouldn't want to be in Fast and Furious because he just saw it as, like, beneath him. But it's like, Bro, you're still. If I'm an actor, doing my right? spy. Wait, no. If not, still doing. This is the first one. <laughs> no, I'm saying he's doing that afterwards, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't be like, man, fuck Fast and Furious, but then do my spy. Well, so like, if, if I'm a lead actor in Hollywood, right? And I got Batista. To... No, and all due respect, all due respect to him, he is not an elite actor. Let's just. Oh no no! I didn't say that elite. In. I said oh. a lead actor. Oh, lead actor, right? Meaning like okay. Dave Bautista can lead a film, right? Sure, sure. sure. Um, well, I mean, name one other film other than this that he's led. So I guess he has the one with uh, Kumail Nanjiani. I mean, I think where uh, uh, Stuber, Stuber, yeah, yeah, right. But he didn't really lead that so much as he like co-starred in. No, I think he was like I think he was the lead of that one. I think I, I never saw it so. I, even though Kamel was really good in that movie, fucking Batista was great. Kamel well, was really good. Batista was great. Well, okay, so but you're the lead actor of a movie if basically the movie like centers around you. You know what I mean? I would say the movie centered around him, Did and it? then Kamel was like the comedic support. Okay, right? right fair enough. Uh, have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't Stuber, seen it I've seen it twice. I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. It was I've really fucking good. good. Yeah. Um, and the, I mean, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy. He was in a uh, Blade Runner. Was it twenty forty nine? Uh, I think he's building himself. He's a lead actor now. I think he's building himself to up to be someone who might be like a top earner in Hollywood sure. in terms of that like action genre, right? Yeah. Um, if I had, if I was him and I had a choice to be in, I do you want to jump on like Fast Eight or do you want to do another Fast Nine? Fast nine? Fuck, yeah. Fast <laughs> Nine. Do you want to jump on Fast Nine or do you want to lead uh, another completely independent film it might be like a you know more kid friendly movie but you want to like lead this film and you want to jump on this other thing right and you're, you're behind all of those other top tier actors right you're behind Diesel you're behind uh, you know Ludacris and Tyrese Diesel and Vin Diesel oh I thought you meant Diesel as in like Kevin Nash was he the Diesel was, was he played the character of Diesel, Diesel? in WWF before uh... see I think if I think of Diesel I think of Shaq Diesel okay Right first, mm-hmm. and Vin Diesel. Nah, I think of Diesel. As well, a, you're a wrestling fan. I'm a huge yeah. wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, no, I think Batista made the right decision here. I, let me lead my own independent film yeah. rather than jump on Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah, 
Well, fair enough. All right. It's a bigger bag there. There you go. It's always about the bag. Always. All right. And uh, it looks pretty good. So, let's see where we're at. Um, okay. So, uh, then we have another movie coming out this uh, this Friday. Uh, this is called Never, Rarely, uh, Sometimes, Always. Um, I'll give you the quick synopsis. Uh, inseparable best friends and cousins, Autumn and Skylar, uh, precariously navigate the vulnerability of female adolescence in rural Pennsylvania. When Autumn mysteriously falls pregnant, she's confronted by conservative legislation without mercy for blue-collar women seeking an abortion. With Skylar's unfailing support and bold uh, resourcefulness, money to fund the procedure is secured and the dual board a bus bound for New York State to find the help Autumn needs. This film is directed by uh, Eliza Hitman, as well as uh, written by her as well, and stars uh, Talia Ryder, Sidney Flanagan, Ryan Eagold, and Theodore uh, Pellerin. Pellerin. Uh, and again, this is due out this uh, Friday the 13th. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's a timely film. Tommy is a good word. It's yeah, a respectful choice of wording. Yeah, um, good for you, you know you have you have all these states. Uh, you know, I think it was what Mississippi. I want to say it was. Which one was the one where you know people were like, oh, "We're not even going to film here because of like the fuck shit," or maybe it was. Uh, Atlanta. I think it was uh, Georgia. Yeah, it was Georgia. Georgia okay. Atlanta's a city. Yeah, well, you fucking understand <laughs> what the fuck I was saying. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Georgia or you know, just a lot of these states that are that are kind of re, you know turning back the clock on on all these sort of uh, uh, abortion or they do things to ban abortions and sometimes it's not even done like explicitly. Sometimes they'll be like they'll set like regulations for like the and they're not even abortion clinics. They're um, uh, what do they call them? Um, it's like healthcare or yeah, I mean, uh, health clinics, clinics health clinics, clinics, things like yeah, that, yeah. right? Um, so you have these like health clinics that have to have these like wild ass like regulations and shit, and those regulations are wholly like unnecessary. Like, oh, you've got to have the hallways got to be eighteen feet long instead of seventeen feet long, and if you're eighteen and or seventeen and you know eleven inches, uh, you're gonna get shut down. This is like what? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Like, they make it extremely difficult to perform the procedures. Yeah. yeah. Um. And what's crazy is, is like a lot of times in these uh you know health clinics, like uh, there's a lot more than just abortions that like take place. So it's like when you 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 shut down these these clinics meant for women, thinking oh like we're just you know preventing um, or preventing abortions and you, you might very well be, but also like just other preventative cares. Yeah, like you're you also know, stopping general a lot of other shit, yeah. healthcare services, right? Like yeah. checkups, uh, infection, uh, you know, prescriptions and like yeah. general checkups. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I think this movie to your point is a very timely movie. Yeah. And, uh, it's always good to have a ride or die, right? Like you gotta have your, your, you know, the, the Robin to your Batman. Like you always gotta have somebody who like no matter what you're going through you gotta like they got your back like you want you want to go up to New York State to get that thing done let's go up to New York State get that thing done like instead of like that sounds crazy good luck with that I'll see you later <laughs> I'll yeah. see you Tuesday <laughs> yeah, yeah now uh, they got the bulk bus now they got the yeah. mega bus uh, a little bit cheaper a little bit cheaper. <laughs> If I don't got to drive, yeah. just, you, know, <laughs> you need to go, I'll go. I'm there to support you. Yeah. Uh, what? You need me to drive? Uh, you got toll money? <laughs> you got gas money? No gas money? 
Ooh, I just picked up a shift. Uh, <laughs> All right. Good luck with that thing. Let's uh, let's move forward here. Uh, and then we have um, uh, the most controversial movie that nobody's actually seen yet. Uh, we have The Hunt, which is um, oh, whoops, I kind of fucked myself up here. Uh, the Hunt, which is uh, twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know why they're there, um, why they are, or how they got there. They don't know they've been chosen for a very specific purpose, The Hunt. Uh, this is directed by Craig Zobel and written by Nick uh, Cuss, Damien, uh, Damon Lindoff, who uh, he wrote, um, or he, he's a creator behind Watchmen as well as uh, Lost, or I don't know if he was the creator of Lost, but he, he wrote for Lost, I believe. Uh, the star is Betty uh, Gilpin, who I'm familiar with her from... Um, the show on Netflix, uh, Glow, as well as uh, Hilary Swank, Emma Roberts, and uh, Justin Hartley. Uh, this film, if the, and I'm sure everybody does remember, was supposed to come out come out like sometime last year. I think maybe sometime in the fall last year. And then there was like all, all this controversy around it because all these you know conservatives were like, "Oh my God, you know all these liberals killing you know these conservative people." I can't yeah, believe this. Yeah, yeah, we this. talked about this one. Yeah, we yeah. did. Uh, and then you know the studio was like, "All right, let's let that heat die down a little bit." And at, at first, or not at first, but like at, at the time, I thought it was a very stupid decision to not just you know release the fucking film because it's like, "Yo, we we'll release it and they'll fucking cry like they usually do." And, yeah. But you then know, you got to think about is. like the return on the investment. Right? Say, we no, because they, they're they're stupid enough to just still go see the fucking movie, like even though they make all this fucking like, and it, and it's only like a small sect of people who actually like give a fuck and actually like, you know, um, yeah. But it's like one of those things where unfortunately, like the people who are against something always are louder than the people who are like for something, right? And it's like. If you're putting out a, a film, right, you don't want those, you don't want the negative people to be louder than, you know, the people sharing good reviews. So it's like, all right, maybe we just wait a month or two. Yeah, but this doesn't get the respect that, uh, that like, I give, like, Sonic, right? Like, I give, I give Sonic respect. At least, like, no, Sonic went back changed, to the drawing board, like, they uh, we fucked yeah, up. Yeah, at least you changed something there. Like, with this, it's just like, you just wait for the fucking, the noise around it to Ch- die down. They, they changed the date. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, all you change, you know? It's just like, I can't, I don't know if I can really respect that as much as, like, I can respect something like Sonic, but I mean, whatever. here's the thing. I wasn't going to see it in the beginning. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the first time they announced it, I wasn't going to see it then. I'm not going to see it now. Mm-hmm. But from a business standpoint, I do Sure. I do understand why okay. they're like, hey, we're going to wait for this, some of this heat to die down. Then we're going to release this project. I mean, you know, Bond did the but same I, I thing. Th- no, no, no. A similar we'll, thing. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that, we'll talk in, about in, that a, in a minute. But um, but no, like, I, I don't think this is the same thing because it's like, yo, I would have that would have been the perfect time to release it because then it, it would have actually been um, controversial. You know what I mean? Like, versus releasing it now when everybody's like, yeah, whatever, we're kind of over it. Like, yeah. then it would have been like, all right, I, I might have to see this to see what everybody's fucking talking about. But you released it like five months later, and it's just like, yeah. eh, whatever. But then it all depends on the intent of like the both the intent of the film and the studio that's releasing it. It's like, do we want the controversy, right, or do we just want the dollars? Yeah, there was something else happening around the same time when they were like, oh, this is why this is the real reason why we're delaying it. Um, when was this again? Wasn't this towards like the end of twenty nineteen when we talked about? Yeah, this? I think it was. It was like in the fall. I remember it was sometime around the fall. 
I, I just can't remember. There, there's something else going on where they're like, oh, this is our excuse for, for... Oh, I think it was like a shooting happened mm. at that same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like and the then, Parkland shooting or no, something no, like was, that? No, it wasn't the Parkland shooting because that was, the that was fucking, years ago. The Florida shooting? There, well, well, there's a lot it, of shootings. Was it the Las Vegas one? No, I don't think it was the Vegas shooting. I, it, I it mean, was, there were a some, lot in It was some sort of shooting event that happened that uh that made them sort of like also or like was like a built-in excuse of like oh it's kind of violence so let's just delay yeah. this uh, uh three people thing. got shot over there <laughs> can't release the film <laughs> um but yeah like i i, I don't know it, it is what it is i don't i don't i guess it doesn't really matter at the end of the day but yeah, it's a long way to say it is what it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right l- let's talk about some uh some some movies that are uh coming out on streaming platforms uh first to start uh with hbo we've got women of troy uh, as well as uh a throwback pick uh this is a uh, uh, fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw coming out on hbo this particular week uh which i will probably check out because i didn't i never watched it in theaters so yeah again I had low expectations <laughs> for this movie. Yeah. Surprisingly funny. Hmm. Right? Action was just unreal as fuck. Yeah, come on. You know? How how do I do uh Roman Reigns? How did he do, uh do in the film? Do you know who Roman uh Roman Reigns is? He's uh he's he's well, a part of the uh the Rocks family, but he he would have been in the uh, the part where they go and um I guess they go to his like uh, Hawaii, Hawaii or wherever the rock was in the, in the film. Um, and he's a dude with the long hair. I don't know. Is, is he a wrestler? Yeah, he's a wrestler. I don't fucking know about wrestling. Right, okay. Um, sure. He did. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, so I, I think you're going to like this movie. It sure. was, um, uh, don't look for story here. Don't try to overanalyze it. It was just surprisingly funny. That's what I didn't expect for this film okay. to be as funny as it was. Okay. Watch it. Fair enough, I will. Um, all right, we've got, uh, there's nothing really coming out on Hulu this week. Uh, we've got on Amazon Prime, The Test, uh, An Error for Australia's Team, Season 1. We have Aga, uh, Agatha Christie's The Pale Horse, Season 1. And then we have Jesse and Nussie's Season 1A. On Netflix, we have uh, we have uh, Sitara, Let Girls Dream. Then we have Carmen San Diego to steal or not to steal, which is just a hilarious title for yeah. I actually like a that. program. It sounds to interesting. Steal or not to steal? Uh, is it a game show? I don't know. Is I don't it? know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should have a game show. Carmen San Diego is making a slight comeback. There's the Carmen San Diego um, uh, show on Netflix right now as well. That is that this show? No, no, it's a different show. A different show. Oh, no, this is the Netflix list. Yeah, yeah so, it might be this show. Huh. Okay, uh, Mark Marin, end of uh, end times fun. Uh, I think it's just like a comedy special. Uh, we have Dirt Money season two, which is a documentary. Uh, On my block season three, uh, Hospital playlist, One Hundred Humans, B stars, uh, Blood Ride, Elite season three, Go Karts, Kingdom season two, Lost Girls, The Valhalla Murders. And then uh, rounding out the list, we have Women of the Night. Okay, that is all that we have for streaming. Uh, let's talk about um, some trailers that came out this past week. Uh, we've only got a couple to talk about, but uh, but I thought this was actually pretty good. Uh, this first trailer is uh, from HBL. This is called uh, I Know This Much Is True, and it is about a middle, uh, middle-aged Dominic uh, Birdsey 
recounts his troubled relationship with Thomas, his paranoid schizophrenic twin brother, and his efforts to get him released from an asylum. Uh, this is uh, the show is created by Derek uh, Cian France. Cian France? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, written by him as well as uh, Gina Price. Our Prince uh, Bythewood, as well as Wally Lamb. And this stars Mark Ruffalo, Imogen Potts, Rosie O'Donnell, and Julia Lewis. Uh, this is due for release in uh, April uh, or in April on the 27th of this particular year. Uh, interesting note about this: uh, Mark Ruffalo plays both twins, which makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, when I watched the trailer for this, uh, it looked. It looked pretty fucking interesting um, because you weren't sure exactly what angle they were taking with this. And you get a sense that something crazy happens in this, um, but you're not really sure what. So I can um, I can appreciate it. It looks it looks interesting. Honestly, any Mark Ruffalo project, in my opinion, like I give it the benefit of the doubt because I know this guy's ability to just bring a character to life like he's a he's a stellar actor sure um and i think he chooses his projects carefully um which i've always appreciated about him um so I, you know before even watching the trailer i gave it the benefit of the doubt the, watching the trailer it looks interesting yeah um this obviously this is based on um based on a novel by uh what's the fucking person's name wally lamb yeah, yeah. so based on a best-selling novel by wally lamb uh, so, and I always like adaptions, right? If something is an adaption of a video game, something is an adaption of a comic book or an adaption of a, a novel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like, cause there's like already story there. Right. So you're like, how do you bring that story to life? Um, but staying true to like the book, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's a hit or a miss like hunger games, right? It was an adaption of a book. Turn into a film. Some people loved this and people hated it. Same thing with uh, what is that movie about the werewolves and the vampires and Twilight? Twilight, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, this movie looks good. The trailer looks great. The story looks really interesting. I like how Mark Wahlberg is playing. I'm sorry, not Mark Wahlberg. Mark, Mark Ruffalo <laughs> is playing different, both different characters. guy yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy did that in um, what was that movie he did about the uh, Bron- was it? It wasn't Bronson. It was a uh... oh, damn. I want to forget. Uh... What that movie was, but I do remember he what played, it's like a gangster, right? Yeah, like he a, played like those, uh, the, the, the like the brothers who were like gangsters or, or mobsters. Yeah. yeah. Mm, anyway, forget what it is. Yeah. Movie looks good. Yeah, yeah. This looks, uh, like I said, really interesting. And uh, Mark Ruffalo, just like you were uh, saying before, he, you can always count on count on him to turn in a great performance. Um, yeah, he he's one of those actors who like he just doesn't really miss. Right. Like it, the project he's attached to might not necessarily be the best, but he himself, he doesn't yeah. miss. So you can at the very minimum be like, all right, I'll check it out because Ruffalo's in it. And I know I'm going to get something great from him. Um, this looks like it's going to be a great story and, and, and uh, you know, in a great uh, series. Uh, it's I think it's only going to be six. Uh, it's like a kind of like a limited series you know, kind of thing that HBO is doing. Um, so, yeah, this looks uh, this looks great. And like, so one of the things that when I say that, I think he chooses his projects carefully. It's like you look at a guy like Christian Bale, right? Christian Bale, his films, I would like to say that he usually goes after like the bigger films, right? Like the maybe he does a lot of this like smaller stuff that we don't we just don't pay that much attention. I don't. To. And, you know, those films usually don't those smaller movies. Maybe they don't 
get enough attention and I'm just not seeing them. Yeah. But like the majority of the films that I've seen from him have been like bigger movies, sure. right? And I think he may choose his role based off, okay, what type of, you know, is this role interesting? Is this character interesting? You know, how big is this movie going to be? Yeah. Whereas Ruffalo, he doesn't really seem to care about, you know, you know, is this going to be like, showing in every theater across the country like what is the marketing budget on this film going to be like how big is it going to be it's like the character and the story are the things that really matter to Ruffalo based mm-hmm. on the characters and the films he's chosen to do I mean obviously we have the Hulk and um, that but I think that's something different it's just a, he, he played a very unique Hulk right mm-hmm. um, that's what I've always appreciated about Mark Ruffalo which is why I think this movie here is going to be a success yeah alright let's uh, soldier on uh, so we got another trailer this week for another series. Uh, we got Ozark season three. Uh, and for those who are not initiated, uh, economic advisor Martin Marty Bird um, suddenly really co- uh, relocates his family from the Chicago suburb of Naperville to the summer resort community of Osage Beach, Missouri. After a money laundering scheme goes wrong and he must make amends to a Mexican drug uh, cartel by settling a bigger, a much bigger uh, laundering operation in the Ozarks. When the birds arrive in Missouri, they become entangled with local criminals, including the uh, Langmores and the Snells. Uh, this show was uh, created by Bill Dubuik, Dubuik? I don't know. Uh, Mark Williams, uh, and has multiple writers, of course, uh, like most shows do, uh, and stars Jason Baten, uh, Bateman, Laura Lindley, um, Julia Garner, Sophia Hublitz, uh, and is uh, the third uh, season is due to premiere on Netflix on March twenty seventh. Uh, Ozark's back, man. I can't. Uh, it's just like fucking yesterday where I was just like wrapping up season two. It felt like not terribly long ago, even, even though I think it's been almost like it's like a year and a half. Like yeah, maybe even two years. It's been like, some time. Yeah, uh, since we've last visited the uh, the birds, uh, and they look just as crazy as fucking ever. Yo, this. I mean, just shot by shot yeah. of this trailer looks intense yeah people are dying <laughs> there's money everywhere yeah it's, people are getting thrown off boats uh you can tell that you know marty and his wife like the relate the dynamic of the relationship is really changing now right because we saw at the end of season two that it was her decision to keep the family you know, to not run and to keep the family like in this, you know, drug trafficking or money laundering business. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which means to me, that tells me that she's like, all right, you know, this is going to be our life now. And, and now our marriage and our family is not as much a marriage and a family as it is like now we're a business. Right. Yeah. And she, she and scared the she shit really out of me. She leaned into it. Like we're a business now. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, there's something to be said about the person who uh, like do you remember um do you remember the movie the mule from yeah. Clint Eastwood um there's something we said about uh there's people who you expect are like the bad guys right like mm-hmm. okay you got you know uh gang members and you think of gang members as a certain thing right like oh these dudes who wear their you know their their pants all saggy and you know they're you know dude do this do that they've got tattoos yada yada right they're not the they're not the scary ones the scary ones are the people who look like you're unassuming everyday people because they're the people who you can't predict you know what i mean that go counter to whatever your assumption about them is 
and to me, th- those are the people that should be feared. So when his yeah. wife took that turn, there was like there was immense fear that I felt because just like her access to like the unassumption of it is just like that's overwhelming. Yeah, you know, you what look mean? at her, you'd never think like she's laundering money for the Mexican cartel. Never. She just looks like a mom, and that means that she can just get away with so much shit. Meaning that she could, you know, and I, I can't remember exactly what happened with all, you know, all of the seasons, but, um, but I, I just remember her doing like really fucked up shit, and then kind of like, you know, uh, kind of like hiding it, and like nobody's really checking like that. It was like, no, the birds, they're, they're nice, polite people. It's fine. They're good. Yeah. Meanwhile, they've got like 18 bodies like in the back of their yard and just like, Jesus Christ, nobody's ever going to check that. (laughs) And I think this season three of Ozarks is going to really dive into just like just how much people think she's like unassuming, right? Or she is unassuming and just how much like she's really going to lean into that. She's really going to be like, oh, you think I'm this? Like, no, I'm I'm. I'm exactly that or I'm this other thing and I'm going to use the fact that you've made assumptions about me to take advantage of you. And before you know it, I'm going to own you. Yeah. So like when he, when Marty, uh, oh man, I wish I could remember what his last lines to his daughter were, uh, in season two when, you know, when she wanted to be emancipated or something, she wants to be emancipated. And he was like, yeah, I think you should do that. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just like, damn, like, like, you know, Cause he was like, no, she's crazy. Like his yeah. the, the mom, uh, and I forget what her name. He is was kind of trying to give his daughter an out. Yeah, uh, and you know, I think to me that created an immense fear in me. Like, oh, she's the one we gotta like. She's yeah. she's the she's the baddie that we've got. And we, we, we may have thought about. like Marty was like, you know, he just didn't love his daughter anymore. He, he didn't care about her. But on the surf, that that was what it looked like on the surface, right? But beneath all that, he might have been like, hey, listen, like. This family is going down a path, right? And the only way to protect you is maybe to distance you from the family, right? So you're no longer a target. And that might just be emancipating you. Like, go your way, be safe, because, you know, we're in some shit right now. Yeah. Um, but the family stayed together, and they really leaned into this business. So uh, yeah, well, season we'll, three, we'll, man, yeah, it's going to we'll be good. See. We'll see what goes down in season three. And uh, we get... Um, Julia Garner back, who, you know, I think we both uh, appreciate her talents yeah, she's, and skills. She's, she's been phenomenal. Um, in the upcoming season, we also get, uh, it looks like Tommy, when he left New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, shout out to Tommy. Yeah, hey. for those of you who have not watched Power, we get a one, uh, and I forget his real name in life. I'm going to pull it up here in a second. We get yeah. a one uh, Joseph Sakura who plays Tommy Egan in Power, making the jump from HBO, no, from uh, Stars, Stars actually, Stars to, Netflix to Netflix in the Ozark season three. Yeah. This guy can't stop selling drugs. No, guy. he just, he needs to, right? It's just <laughs> in his blood, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, he's in there as well. And, uh, you know, hey, look, you need gainful employment after you're done with one, one gig. You got to go to the other, you know? So. Yeah. You, you Glad, glad to see him working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what everybody else does from now. I'm interested to see. I forget what her name is, but uh, Tasha does. I, it's, you know, uh, James St. Patrick Ghost. Uh, you know, it's interesting to, to see what he does. But Omari Hardwick has done lots of projects. Um, Rotimi, the guy who plays Dre. Uh, he's got a movie. He's got a movie out. Yeah, but we know who's not going to be working. Nobody will hire him under any circumstances. Tariq is definitely staying unemployed. Nobody. You know, although he did do he the did one do movie. The yeah. <laughs> and, you know what? I think he's a, a stellar actor in, in that. No, he, fuck him. 
<laughs> well, no, we hate him. Yeah, just like well, we haven't seen the kid from um, uh, from Game of Thrones, right? Kid who played Joffrey. Have you seen him uh, in anything? Well, actually, weirdly enough, I think I heard he re- basically retired from acting after after the role. Really? Uh, but I think it was like his choice. I don't think it was a case that it just he wasn't getting roles. He's I think like, yeah, he I don't just do this shit yeah, anymore. I think he was just done with it. Uh, at least Fair as far enough. as I'm I mean, remembering, I'm sure I those residuals be. look good. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, yeah. They're doing replays of uh, Game of Thrones all the yeah, time. So they're never gonna fun. stop replaying yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's <laughs> HBO's greatest show yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, he's you, gonna be getting you know, those I, checks I, forever. I flirted with the idea of going back and watching um, Game of Thrones. Maybe one day I'll start from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, still too fresh. Yeah. Or at least maybe before they launch the new. It feels series. like it's years out. I think like before then, I'm thinking I'm going to because it was such a fucking good series. Obviously, it was. It ended on kind of uh, odd terms. I don't, I don't know if you know the last episode was necessarily what I was looking for, but uh, but I it's just the series overall, and I, I think that maybe I'll watch it differently now that I kind of like know the ending. But yeah. I, I don't think because I'm like remembering it was such a fucking good show with all the fucking moments that happened in it that I think I'd still enjoy it nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, you know who wasn't a new recent project? I was thinking mm-hmm. on the whole power thing. So uh, uh, the actress who played Angela Valdez, uh, Lila. Yeah, Lauren, I saw her she somewhere. Was in um, Altered Carbon, alongside yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, hey, everybody from the show is still working. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's move on here. Um, uh, okay, let's uh, let's jump right into some of our main shit. Uh, so here, real quick, we have uh, Jason Statham exits uh, WME, uh, which is a talent agency, as well as um, uh, the film Man from uh, Toronto, which is, of course, uh, Kevin Hart's uh, upcoming film. Um, let me read you a quick excerpt, uh, excerpt from uh, from this article here detailing uh, this is I think this is from Deadline, but I'm. I need to double check that. Um, it sounds as if uh, Statham hadn't gotten to the point where he had a pay or play deal, but he was certainly expected to star in the movie after completing Cash Truck, uh, on which he reteamed with Lock, Stock, and uh, Two Smoking Barrels Helmer Guy Ritchie for Miramax. He had some creative differences, sources say, uh, with Toronto, including a desire for the film to be R-rated, uh, that didn't dovetail with the studio's desire to have it more inclusive PG-13 for a November 20th uh, release leading into the Thanksgiving holiday corridor. Um, which is like, it's come on, when you sign up with fucking Kevin Hart on a film, you have to fucking know. It's most likely going to be PG-13. Yeah, it's like, not going to be know a fucking R-rated movie. What are we I, doing? And even if there is like shooting and guns and drugs, like it's only going to be to a certain extent. It's not going to be purely R-rated. Kevin Hart has an audience and he knows who his audience is. And, you know. You're doing and and let's be real. He's the the front runner of 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 this type of film, right? Yeah. You can't be naive and thinking, all right, no, this is my movie. We're gonna do it my way. No. Yeah. Kevin Hart's on the project. It's gonna be PG thirteen, and it's gonna be bigger because of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand the confusion here. I, I when you maybe there's something else going on. Obviously, like we definitely don't know like all the details, but yeah, um, you would have to suspect that he knew that going into it. That like, look, this is Kevin Hart's deal. I'm kind of like the sidekick who you know just is meant to just hit people in the mouth, uh, and that's it. Like the like you want to give me money, I'm gonna do this thing, and it's 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 a done deal. 
um, if you wanted to do something like more of an R rated, then yeah, you gotta you gotta really know who's in the room with you. You gotta you gotta read the room. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and again, maybe there's something we didn't know here, but um, yeah, definitely very interesting. Uh, and, and I don't know. I, I'm gonna lean into that a little bit and say that I would imagine there's something we don't know, right? Because we know uh, Jason Statham and The Rock. They just did Hobbs and Shaw together. They have a yeah. good relationship. Uh, Kevin Hart and uh, The Rock have a really good relationship. They've done several movies together. So you'd think there'd be uh, some type of, you know, hey, you know, we've got the same friends type of thing, right? Well, and what's strange is that Hobbs and Shaw was a PG-13 movie. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And Kevin Hart was in Hobbs and Shaw. I forgot was about he really? that. Damn, I just I just broke the God ice there. God damn it. What the <laughs> fuck? You son of a bitch. And I was just going to watch it on HBO. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, which, which further leans into like, you know, we're friends of friends, right? So I would imagine it wasn't like a disagreement between Kevin and Statham. Maybe it was like a money thing. Maybe it was a, a who's leading the film thing. Maybe it was creative direction. But um, yeah. There's got to be more there than just like, oh, we just couldn't iron out a deal. Yeah. Uh, no, so what happened was they actually did because we were only four weeks away from uh, uh, or they were only four weeks away from production. So he he was, you know, whatever deal he had in place, he was he was already on a essentially contract uh, for it. Uh, so and that's fucked up, too, because then that changes the entire dynamic of the film. Yeah. Right. Like now they either have to delay production and get somebody who can kind of play that Jason Statham role. Who can fill in, right? Yeah. And filling in is never what you want. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta you gotta go like who who are you replacing Jason Jason Statham with? The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Let's just get the rock. Dwayne, what are you <laughs> doing? Uh but no, his schedule's probably too too busy. Super uh, fucking crazy. Let's get Vin Diesel. Batista, I don't know. You... <laughs> Get that Jackie guy Chan. from Terminator Genesis. Terminator Genesis. Which guy from Germany? Terminator Genesis? Exactly. <laughs> but let's get him in here. Bring him in. Right. He's not working. Let's get Tariq from Power. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. He's got no projects coming up. His, now his, he's got to call it the kid from Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a strange story, but it is what it is. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on here. Let's talk about this fucking pandemic that's hitting the fucking world right now. It's causing all sorts of fucking craziness going on here. Let's talk about um, the fucking Corona virus. We've got two stories here coming up that uh, that kind of are related because of the the virus and the havoc that it's causing in the world right now. Um, first, we have No Time to Die, the uh, the new Bond film that's going to was supposed to be dropping. Uh, uh, in April, and now it's going to be pushed back into uh, November of uh, 2020. Uh, let me give you uh, a bit of an, uh, an expert here. I think this is from uh, uh, IndieWire. With the coronavirus uh, socking it to the Asian box office, Deadline uh, has learned that MGM, Eon, and Universal are postponing the next Bond movie No Time to Die from its UK and international releases date uh, of April 2nd and its US Easter weekend uh, global day and date uh, April 10th and moving the 25th uh, 007 movie to November 25th uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving failing uh, failing at the box office is not an option for Mr. Bond and for the studios uh, to stick to their original release plan would mean a disservice to their partners in exhibition. Uh, other, um, this is, um, I, I don't think it's an unprecedented 
sort of like thing happening here, like in terms of moving the release date for a kind of a big tent pole uh, film, ten, tent pole film. Um, but I think it is strange. Um, I mean, the circumstances are. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what I'm both untimely, unfortunate. Um, and if you're if you have a project like this, right, mm-hmm. and it's a Bond film, right, and it has a long, rich history of you know success, and this is the what is it, the twenty fifth installment, right? Yeah, you need this film to be successful, mm-hmm. right? When you look at the dollars, the dollar signs, right, you're, it makes absolute sense. Put this fucking movie in theaters when there's a virus and people are being advised not to congregate in like large groups in 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 like indoor spaces. Well, the problem is spaces. the problem is is that uh, this shows the effect of China on the U.S. filmmakers, meaning that like China is such a big market for U.S. films, especially big tentpole films like you know, uh, the Bond franchise. Yeah, that they would risk like losing a little bit of money on the, sh- the front end in order to gain that money back on the back end. So they know that they stand to gain a lot more money if they have an open China market than if they, if everything's kind of shut down because of this uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Um, which I think is a calculated move, but is a move that will pay off nonetheless. Now it's strange to me that they put it all the way back in November I think uh, and Bond kind of has a history of being uh, being released in November. I think a lot of the the '90s films were released uh, in, in the November time slot. But uh, I think that makes more sense than like going for the summer blockbuster, right? Going for like why not? the July That's release. The, yeah, why not for Bond? Um, this film seems better suited for like bottom of the year or top of the year. Why? I don't know. Summer is usually better for like those big action, you know. Transformers, right? Uh, fucking. Is this not a big? I mean, yes, movie? this is going to be a big action movie, but it's it's more of like a spy, espionage, political, whatever movie, right? Your your argument is no, very this, flimsy. Right I, I think I, I think October, <laughs> November, December makes more sense for this film movie, whereas like you leave summer for like the the superhero action movies, right? Well, the, the only thing that I could think of is is that if it doesn't want to compete with other films in order to maximize its profits maybe may, uh, and i can't think off the hand of what's coming out in like july august september glad you say here are another uh or here's a a, a a rough list of some other sort of big name films that are coming out and this one's not necessarily even a big name film uh but uh, in march we have new mutants coming out so i wonder and i and i wonder if yeah i know right yeah. um i wonder if uh they're going to move back a lot of these films uh depending on what happens with the coronavirus from now as we push closer to that sort of like spring summertime arena like if we're still dealing with this in a massive way if china's still shut down yeah, like one of the other Shut movies. China. I mean, look, <laughs> hey, China is on lockdown right now. Nobody's going anywhere right now. Um, but look, uh, we have New Mutants coming out in uh, March. We have in May uh, Black Widow. Isn't Wonder Woman coming out in March? No, June. June, um, June. And I, that was all my actually on my list. Uh, but then also you have Fast and Furious Nine coming out in May. Mm. So this is coming up quick. Like right now, we're just starting uh, March. Um, but really, you know, before we know it, April's going to get here. So yeah. I wonder. I wonder, and and it's interesting because Bond. Ah, is, damn! I forgot about April. 
That is a whole that month. That is a month. That's an, yeah, <laughs> shit. Yes, that's on the calendar. And we have to live through it, too, to get to May. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, Bond was really supposed to be April's sort of, like, big release. But now that that's gone... I don't know, man. Like, if, if I were some of these films, I'd, I'd push that date yeah. up. Especially if, if, I, if I were a film that I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to do. Yeah. Uh, move uh, that bad boy yeah. up. Hey. Any state that doesn't have the coronavirus, <laughs> release it today. Send people out today to go Give see Give them we something don't know to what do. what it's going to look like in a couple yeah. weeks. But you know, uh, you know what I thought was interesting is, like, what if they what if they do something different? Like, so, for instance, we're going to we're gonna talk about something another another story here, another aspect of the coronavirus and, and how it's affecting here, uh, things here in the U.S. I think just gives streaming platforms and like mm. another life stay you know? home stream this exactly because right? what else are you going to be doing don't get the fucking coronavirus here's <laughs> season three of stranger things right like that's you don't yeah. even really have to market <laughs> it's the no-brainer yeah. you know how netflix asks you like do you are you sh- do you want to continue yes playing? like yeah. don't even ask you know <laughs> netflix is like are you sure you want to leave the house Hit play. <laughs> don't fucking go anywhere Order food, stay here, watch this. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so I, I just thought that was like a really interesting thing that like um, it, it's it's really it's starting to affect. It, 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 the reason why I think it's it's an interesting thing is because now it's not it's not just like a couple of different things that it's affecting. It's kind of affecting everything at one time. So like so for instance, like like the stock market, right? It's starting to plunge because of fears of the coronavirus. China, where we get most of our shit from. Um, is basically on lockdown, so they're not producing as much shit, and thus we don't have enough shit. Like, uh, so my brother was sending me, like, you know, screenshots of like the store and shit, like how there's like nothing there because yeah. it's like, you know, we're not getting a lot of the shit that we would normally get. Um, and so it's just like, and I'm starting to wonder, like, are we starting to get, starting to get into like uh, the Night of the Living Dead scenarios here, where it's just like, you know, <laughs> just padlock the door, you know, if somebody comes up, knock, let me in, just don't answer it, you know, get the shotgun ready, ready for. I'm them. only answering the door for Amazon products. Right? <laughs> Maybe not even <laughs> them. It depends on where the uh, product no, is like, from. Mm, where was that product from? Where, where do you know it originated from? <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, use the hand sanitizer outside the door. I'm gonna speak to them through like. Perel the it up, Perel. Yeah, use the hand sanitizer. Put the package down. <laughs> Walk away. Walk away. Uh, But yeah, so this whole, the coronavirus is impacting the entertainment industry like all around. I mean, across the board. So in Italy right now, they are uh, obviously very like sport rich uh, country, right? Uh, Look at soccer, right? Mm -hmm. They are prohibiting attendance of fans to any like live sports match, Mm -hmm. uh, soccer game, right? But the game, the game itself will still go on, mm-hmm. but they're prohibiting attendance to the game. That's what I heard about the NBA. I heard that they were flirting with the idea of not having, um, uh, not having the crowd there. Yeah, uh, I mean, like you, you put forty thousand people, thirty thousand people, whatever it may be, uh, inside one building at any one time. I mean, yeah, your, your, the likelihood is yeah, to escalate. It yeah. fucking increases. Uh, exponentially but you, but you know what that what's weird about that though is that they'll do like they'll have the players there but not like and you have the staff the coaches well i mean that's, that's that, to me that's weird like i understand it drastically like decreases the chances of like the virus spreading if you don't have like the audience sitting in the, the crowd uh or in the 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 stands but it's like well if all of them are home because they're worried about getting this disease and everybody worried about being around other people then what the fuck? Like, well, see, like the players you can control, right? Like, how? 
you have like so you know who the players are, you know who the staff are. They don't know where the fuck they're going. If they well, go up the Taco Bell up the street real quick, they get a fucking chalupa. Yeah, but what do you have? You have team and staff doctors who are like monitoring these players' house, right? Nobody helped Plaxico when he had the gun. He and shot his- himself. <laughs> But like with a virus, though, you know, the, it's much more easy to control and manage, right? Like, are my are any of the players sick? Do any of the players here have a virus? You 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 test them before the game. But you draw the wor- a little bit the, of blood. The, the worry though is spreading the thing. So like, even if you are, do you show symptoms and like, okay, you are sick? Chances are you've already been in contact with a lot of people. It's like, well, why risk that? Like, like because I, I would assume that a, yeah, a players decent, gotta play. Do they? We got this television. We, we, we had that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta play. We just signed this <laughs> because you, NBA just signed this deal. Direct with, TV. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all gotta play. Coronavirus, no coronavirus. All right, everybody, the show before, must go yeah, on. Before you hit the court, just yeah, wash Perel, your hands. Yeah, Perel, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you know you better make those jump shots. We need this shit to look good on TV. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah. Like they they're gonna get real uh, uh, froggy with the uh, the camera angles. They're gonna oh. start taking these like Michael, uh, um, what's it, Michael Bay oh, fucking like the low fast <laughs> quick switch angles, explosions in the background for no reason. <laughs> what? Did something just explode behind LeBron? Looks good on TV. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about another aspect to this. Um... Yo, if I owned a movie theater right now. Yeah, it's depressing. With this coronavirus. Yeah, it's depressing. Like, oh, it's depressing. Fuck, yeah. Now I got to take out a second mortgage. No, I think that's why they have insurance for shit like this. For, so do they have? In, I'm sure they do. They have, have for shit like this. It's the dumbest shit ever. If you don't like. Come on. Like if there's a massive like pandemic that breaks out. And you're a fucking movie theater chair, like, or even like a fucking restaurant. Like, you have to have something to buffer that, because it's like that's not my fucking fault. Like, I mean, but like, what is the insurance claim? A fucking pandemic. What do you mean? <laughs> the, the goddamn virus. I don't know. No, no, no. no. Gonna, all right, all right. We're gonna right, deny okay, this. Okay, okay. So yeah, no, right. <laughs> there's only one case in the <laughs> These entire goddamn state. insurance companies will yeah. definitely try to get out of it. There's only but, been one reported case in the state. So no, we're but deny this claim. but it, so you you would view something like the coronavirus like you would any other sort of almost like a natural disaster in a way, right? Like so, if a fucking tornado came and wrecked everywhere, and you're you're in the county over, and sales have dropped considerably. Like you have to have something to like get the like that because that's not your fault, but it's something that affects your neighbor, uh, your your business greatly. Um, so it's like you have to like there has to be something to curtail that. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Unforeseen event. I just wonder, like, from a uh, insurance perspective, right? No, they definitely don't want to pay anything. Ever, yeah, insurance but. company doesn't want to pay that shit. And like, what would you find? Sure, you could say this is a pandemic, pandemic, epidemic, uh, natural disaster. Yeah, I'm not even sure if I was. I'm not confident I was using the yeah, right yeah, word. Is no, it pandemic? Not. Is pandemic the correct terminology to use? I don't know. I, epidemic, that was like I think a, epidemic is better. I like that better. Epidemic? I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit this shit out so that it like I'm gonna yeah, overdub like, it because uh, epidemic, like the fucking plague was uh epidemic right yeah uh, polio and all that shit was quick define what an epidemic what is. Fuck is a pandemic um like just pandemonium is that like a gender neutral epidemic <laughs> you're like pan gender <laughs> pandemic i'm not even gonna i'm not gonna fall into this trap this is this feels like a trap this feels like a trap it feels like you're trying to trap me in the epidemic who doesn't want to be labeled i <laughs> All right, moving the fuck out. Right, let's get out of this conversation. I, I, I don't feel comfortable with this conversation. All right, uh, another I had aspect. More jokes too. Uh, another a- aspect to this uh, whole coronavirus madness is um, 
South by Southwest. Uh, we just got word this past, I think, Friday that the uh, the 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 famous um, South by Southwest, week, yeah, week long um, festival is uh, now canceled. I'll give you a, a, a um, some commentary from uh, IndieWire. Uh, this year, South by Southwest uh, has been canceled. Austin. Uh, city officials announced Friday the decision by the city came as an increasing number of participants, including Netflix, Amazon uh, Studios, pulled out of the annual gathering amid growing concerns over the worldwide coronavirus outbreak. Uh, as it stood, South by Southwest was beginning to get hollowed out as participants started to drop out uh, this past week. Uh, the festival's television offerings, for example, had thinned considerably. South by Southwest, uh, with its parallel uh, film, music, and uh, interactive and education festival conferences, was uh, set to begin next week, uh, running March 13th through March 22nd. It marks the first time in the event's 34-year history that it's been called off. South by Southwest cancellation, however, marks the first major American film uh, event to be uh, called off um, in the face of the outbreak. Uh, two music festivals in Miami were canceled Friday. Miami's Ultra Music uh, Festival and uh, Cali Ocho, uh, which were set for the end of the month. Uh, yeah, so that's um, that's pretty fucking significant that yeah. uh south by southwest was uh was uh canceled in in lieu of this coronavirus outbreak um which is so fucking sad man because and speaking strictly about the film aspect to south by south, uh, south by southwest um you have a lot of like films that were made by not so well-known filmmakers that they were counting on this to like launch their uh uh their product their film you know and now that you don't have that it's just like you know the the fucking the the water has been thrown on your 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 sort of you know you know budgeting fire you know you're 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 trying to get that thing going and then all of a sudden fucking coronavirus comes out of nowhere and it's like oh sorry that big break that you thought you were going to have that a lot of people are going to get to see your film and maybe you'd walk out of there with somebody buying your film yeah sorry didn't it's not gonna happen yeah and like and we're just looking at like the companies that were going to be there right and and the brands that were going to be there and like the movies that were going to be produced and the artists who are going to perform uh south by southwest is an event which completely changes like the financial dynamic or infrastructure of like the entire um, area, right? What is it? Um, uh, it's Austin. Uh, Austin, right? Yeah. Austin, is Texas. it Austin? Austin City. Uh yes. Yep. Austin Texas. City Limits. Is, I think it's like the area where it is. Or I is don't know it, if it's Austin called City Limits. limits is a that's festival. A, yeah, that's Austin City. Thing. But I think Austin City Limits is like another festival that happens in Austin City. Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. Very confusing what you're saying. Um, right now. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this South by Southwest and Austin City, like it. I mean, think about how many people, like 500,000 people descend upon the city during this uh, period of time in which you're having this festival. Um, think about what that does to like business owners are counting on this, right? Um, restaurants, hotels, the transportation industry, people are like counting on this event to, you know, finance a lot of the, the weeks and months to come, right? Um the people who work these events, the production companies, the people who help set up everything, people who help break it down, people who help clean up, you know, in the mornings or the night after the event, you know, uh, begins or ends. Like all of those people are impacted by this. Yeah. Um, so it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does, man. Um, it's it's um, this thing's getting a little out of control. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then, uh, you know, you know, 
I, I think this is a very strange for for those who don't who aren't as familiar, which I can't believe you you would be unless you just ignored any news program within the last like two months. Um, but this coronavirus it originated in China and it essentially spread to other countries, um, mostly because I think the the uh, China uh, Chinese government. Um, essentially kind of held it on the wraps. Yeah, they tried to suppress until like it the as much last as they possible moment and they were like, uh, this is the thing, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like if you were about to have sex with somebody and, you know, you're about to go raw and then all of a sudden at the last minute they're like, uh I got herpes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, Wait. Shit. <laughs> what are we gonna do? We're here now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you're already in. You're like, ah fuck. <laughs> Keep stroking. <laughs> um yeah, uh you know, uh, so it originated in China um, and spread to other countries, and it's kind of made its way over to uh, to the U.S. And uh, look, I'm going to give you some of the so worldwide. Not even the U.S. There are three reported cases in Maryland now. In Maryland, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give Fuck. you some of the worldwide. Uh, are you nervous? Are you gonna like? What are you, are you going to take any like significant precautions other than constantly washing your hands and not touching your face, which I've done 18 times during this podcast? I'm going to wash my hands more now. Uh, I find do, myself doing that. Yes, I'm gonna do less handshakes. You know what? I thought about that earlier. I just uh, I met up with somebody earlier where it's just like, oh, hey, nice to see you again. All yeah. right, and then so I thought it was like, yeah, I really gotta cut that yeah, out. Let's do some yeah, other shit. Are, are you nervous about going to like restaurants and shit? Um, I'm not gonna go to uh, the local Chinese restaurant. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, Yo, so, so wait, wait. So I've got to listen. I, don't I gotta edit this one. No, 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 don't, 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 don't edit it because there's a message here. Fair right? enough. Fair enough. So, in situations like these, right, what happens is people like to target certain businesses where, oh, I'm not gonna go to this business because it's a business in which there uh, is this virus. The people who like, yeah. You know, run the business are from the country in which this thing there is, is from. no that logic is to absolute any bullshit. of this. Yes, um, this is not a yeah. time to uh, guys, be divisive. Cut the, this cut is, the fucking yeah. racism out, yeah, please. This is not or a time the fucking to, prejudice or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Prejudice, divisiveness, separation. On, it's not a time. Just like what? Because, like that yeah. doesn't even fucking make any sense. Oh, like I'm not going to eat Chinese food because I'm of not going to go to the Chinese restaurant that I've been going to for ten years that's yeah. down the street from my house because of the the corona because the coronavirus originated in china yeah, like what are we doing well, no the, the chinese restaurant that you go to it's in maryland it's not in <laughs> wuhan bay right so yeah you know the divisiveness the 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 attacks on um uh, chinese people like both um financial like not going to chinese businesses not buying products blah 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 as well as like uh, people are actually starting to be physically attacked that has to stop that cannot continue um it's complete bullshit so um despite my joke you know, this is something we cannot do. This is not a time for divisiveness. Yeah. Um, um, with that said, and, and also like, you know, fucking people stop drinking Corona beer. Yeah. We already covered that last week. I, I still think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, let so, me give you, let me give you a little bit of a stats here. Uh, so in the world right now, there have been 105,941 cases of coronavirus. Uh, there's been 3,569 deaths because of the coronavirus and we've had 58,625 people um uh recovered from the actual uh virus um I'm not gonna lie i do think the death count is much higher yeah um, i don't think china would ever honestly tell us how many people have 
died from the coronavirus, right? Because yeah. what they want to do is like, hey, we lied about it for a very long time. We tried to suppress it. Um, we had to release the information. Now we're going to minimize like, uh, no, only like 20 people have died here. Like, no, you shut down an entire city with a population of like 3 million people. Um, like literally they shut down the entire city. Like, yeah. You, yeah. It looks like you sacrifice an later. entire city and you're, you're oh, only 500 people were infected and 250 died. No, I think it's in, in the like multiple thousands. Yeah. Um, Okay, so so let's give you guys some precautions here. Uh, so here's uh, because we're you know hey we, we like the you know deep public service here at the yeah, Fake Podcast. Care. So we wash your hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's how uh, the coronavirus is actually spread. All right. So we have a person to person spread. Um, the virus, and this is from the actual CDC website. Uh, the virus is thought to spread mainly from person to person between people who are in close contact with one another within about six feet. God damn! I mean, that's not that close. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> can't even go um, through the drive. Through. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shit. <laughs> uh, through respiratory droplets uh, produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. Damn. So just yeah, watch people like sneezing. You know those fucking people who sneeze and like just let it out into the open and yeah. don't, like fucking cover ah, their yeah. face. Dad, yeah. motherfucker! Like yo, come you on. just killed twelve people. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these droplets can land in the mouths and ugh, uh, noses of people who are nearby or uh, possibly be inhaled into the lungs. Uh, can someone spread the virus uh, without being sick? People are thought to be most contagious when they are most uh, symptomatic. Uh, the sickest uh, some spread might be possible uh, before people show symptoms wait some spread might be possible before people show symptoms uh, there have been reports of this occurring with uh, this new coronavirus but this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads uh, spread from contact with infected services or objects it may be possible that a person can get COVID-19, which is uh, the actual technical term for, or I guess is a strand of the coronavirus, or the coronavirus is a strand of COVID-19. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a scientist. I don't know how it works. Uh, by touching a sur- uh, surface or object that has the virus on it and then touching their mouth or nose or possibly their eyes, uh, but this is not thought to be the main oh, way the virus shit. spreads. <laughs> um, how easily the virus spreads. Um, how easily the virus spreads from person to person can vary. Some viruses are highly contagious, uh, spread easily like measles, while other viruses do not spread as easily. Another factor uh, is whether the spread is sustained spreading continually uh, continually without stopping. The virus that causes COVID-19 seems to be spreading easily and sustainably in the community or community spread in some affected uh, geographic areas. So, yeah. So here's, here's what you do, right? If you have the cough or sneeze, cover your fucking mouth. Yeah. Wash your hands often. Yeah. And just, not, just don't come into like, try not to like touch people yeah. as much as you can. And then, yeah, if you have to sneeze. Do not touch your vagina, your, your, your penis, well, okay, your eyes, not, your mouth. I don't think that's. Well, yeah, that's they not, said like, you don't touch your eyes, your mouth, yeah, or your yeah. nose. Yeah. I don't right? think they said anything about the penis or vagina at that point. You don't want yeah. your dick having coronavirus. <laughs> Or your, or your vagina having coronavirus? I mean, I yeah, no, yeah, that's, that, that's, that makes sense. Kill me now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. No. Oh, here, take this medicine. You may recover. No, no. <laughs> Get me out of here. 
I don't even want to know what recovery looks like if my dick has the coronavirus. Uh, well, fair enough. Uh, well, hopefully, uh, there are a lot of other things that are worse for your dick than coronavirus. I, I can guarantee that much. Um, okay, so I don't you know, know. People, sounds pretty scary. People just stay safe out, th- uh, out there, and uh, you know, just take precautions. You know, um, I'm not saying like just you know excommunicate yourself from like society, but <laughs> also just like you know. Like I, I see a lot of people, they don't mind doing certain things, but this is not the time to like play chance with it. Yeah, you can't, you can't have, you know. Um, before we started, you know, the podcast, we were talking about a very specific case of white privilege, mm-hmm. of you know, uh, of oh, having very yoga, you know, hot yoga classes canceled. Yeah, no, no, like for, forget that, forget theory. that for a second. But you, you can't have the confidence <laughs> in somebody who has like white privilege. You can't be like. Nah, this doesn't affect nah, me. No, 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 that's not this way. The yeah. way this works, uh, uh, coronavirus apparently has no prejudice. It, it's not gonna, not at all. <laughs> you know, it's not going to not stop you in your car because <laughs> because oh, you're a white middle aged woman. You can keep going. No, 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 no. It, it'll, you know what? You know what though? Yeah, I haven't heard any cases of like any celebrities getting it. Mm, as soon as celebrities, yeah, I yeah, think as soon it's, as gonna like, be at Jennifer Aniston gets it. <laughs> Oh my god! No, you know what? Jennifer Aniston wouldn't release the fact that she's got it because she didn't want to hurt her brand. True. You know, she keep that under wraps. She's you know? like, yeah, uh, can we do the audition <laughs> over Skype? <laughs> Jen, no, we need you to come in, role. Jen. We need to get the room presence. We need to know that you know you feel the vibe. Uh, uh, how about a hologram? Is yeah. that? <laughs> can I send someone who looks like me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my stunt double will, yeah. will certainly uh, be, be um, so but back on this South by Southwest thing right so like yeah. here's the continued impact of it this kind of sets a precedence for other large scale festivals I'm interested right? to see yeah where not even just festivals but just, just I mean large gatherings. scale uh, gatherings yeah. of people anything like what does this what type of precedence does this set for like sporting events right mm-hmm. um you know, Miami has Rolling Loud coming up, which is a big uh, music event there, right? Mm. Coachella's coming up later in the year. Um, here in like the DC, um, the DMV area, we've got uh, Broccoli City Fest, which is coming up in May. Um, uh, again, like sports games, right? The NBA uh, playoffs are going to kick off soon, right? Yeah. March um, Madness. March Madness, right? It's, so all of these things are going to start happening pretty soon as the weather gets warmer and the weather's getting warmer. Um, people are going to start going out and traveling more, right? Yeah. Uh, how does this virus respond to temperature, right? Does it thrive? Don't say in the that. Cold? Don't say that. Same stupid thing that Trump said. Trump was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, it gets warmer in the you know in the springtime." Yo, what the the most hilarious thing I Wait, saw? He said it gets warmer in the springtime. No, yeah, he was like the warm. You know, when the weather gets warmer, you know, then things like this just kind of disappear. Uh, well, no, no. So what I was saying was like, certain viruses respond. Um, differently to like their obviously their environment right does this virus thrive in like the heat or warmer conditions does it thrive in like colder climates or colder conditions you know we don't know those things yet but we do know in the spring and the summer people are outdoors more people travel more so that's the aspect of it that matters is that people are actually going to be and that's how and that's how these like large events are going to be impacted by this yeah but it was hilarious i was watching like fox news and i was like they were talking to this dude just like i don't know and I don't know exactly where he's from. I want to say he's from the CDC, but I, I definitely don't think he was. Um, but they were asking him about this and they were like, OK, and what about this thing that Trump said that uh, is there anything to, you know, this whole thing about it? You know, um, 
you know, when we get closer to the springtime, that it, it's eventually just going to kind of go away. And you could tell the sweat was like pouring down his face. He's like, uh, I know the president's watching, so I can't yeah. call him an idiot. So I'll just say, uh, you know, um, what I would advise is that being <laughs> in close proximity. <laughs> don't listen to that dumbass. Um, did you hear the video? His like, So like Trump was talking. He was like, you know, like. Um, you know, I love the scientific community. Community, I've always been fascinated by it, and the, the people from the CDC. They even <laughs> they even said to me, like, "How do you know so much about the virus?" Like, and he was like, "You know, I, I'm just very well informed. I like to study up and read on these things." And, and oh, it's like, man. you know, it was the most bullshit. Yeah. And the people around him, <laughs> like, like, could you imagine how difficult it must be? Like, if you're like your wife and kids are watching and you have to stand next to this dumbass saying stupid shit you know is not true and then go home and explain to your kids like I know daddy was standing next to that man yeah. who was saying that stupid thing yeah here's but how you explain it to your kids we're gonna watch our hands you explain to them like hey Tommy you know that new iPad you got yeah daddy was able to buy that you know because daddy, daddy bought is that? gainfully employed yeah. so daddy has to stand next to that asshole <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. So uh, long story short, people stay safe out there. All right. Wash your shit. And um, hopefully we'll all be safe. Hopefully come fucking April, come May. We're not still talking about the shit. No. If we are. Uh, hopefully this we're is in just trouble. like mad cow disease and it's like gone soon or something like that. Remember <laughs> what happened to mad cow? It was just a thing. I don't think it was quickly that that disappeared. But, uh, what was yeah. the other thing? Wasn't there another thing? There's a lot of like mad cow. Like Ebola. Ebola. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Let's uh, let's jump into some other shit here. Uh, let's talk. This past week, uh, we got another glimpse into the uh, the the um, um, Batman world. Uh, this uh, the Batman that's being uh, created by Matt Reeves, uh, obviously starting uh, starring uh, Robert Pattinson as a Kate Crusader himself. Um, we got a sneak peek here at the uh, the Batmobile. Um, so so yeah, what did you what did you think of the uh the the glimpse that we got into the um the new the new whip for the uh, for the Cape Crusader? It looks good. Yo. Right? I'm like, you know, so it Is looks like a Fast and Furious? You know what it and I couldn't really tell the type of vehicle. It looks like an old uh like GT like uh, uh Chevy like G or no, it was Pontiac GTO or like an old Challenger. Yeah, yeah it looked like a little Skylark or something, something like that. There, yeah. yeah, it's definitely an old like muscle car converted into, uh, you know, the Batmobile, right? I feel like, it, I mean, is that enough for Batman? Should he, I mean, do we need to get him more than that? Like, should I, I think it like might if, speak if to the type of character. Fucking right? Dom, you know, from Fast and Furious. If he's, you know, if he's giving you a run for your money, if he's like, hey. Uh, was it, was it yeah, uh, who's gonna win in the quick, race? Quick, what, <laughs> what, what is the amount of time Batman. that they say? The, uh, Twenty uh, second race or quarter whatever. mile. The quarter uh, mile. Yeah. He's like, hey, let's get this quarter mile, and you know, like, and he can give you a run for your money. I feel like the Cape Crusader is not a good look. Like, come on, Wayne, you got to Yeah, he's, he better have like a <laughs> the blower Nos. on that <laughs> yeah. on the bitch with, with the Nos. Yeah, what does his Nos look like? It better be a car. <laughs> I know it, it's a muscle car, but it's still carbon fiber. It's not like the old steel that they were made from. But yeah. anyway, it looks good. Yeah. I think it speaks to what type of Batman. We're gonna get like a grittier. Um, uh, Is that grittier though? I mean, it could. It's not like a fucking um, a Toyota Celica, you know. <laughs> <laughs> those, I want those weren't bad. The, the this Celicas. car looks like the, this Batmobile, right? And like the costume. So we got the glimpse of the costume. The costume doesn't look all like super high tech, like Bruce Wayne. You know, it doesn't look like money, right? It looks like gritty and and, and grimy. Like he's, you know, this this is a guy who's like really ready for war. Um, mm-hmm. The car looks more like 
you know, all right, I'm in these fucking streets right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you remember the car Blade drove? Like Wesley Snipes' Blade character? It was like the old, um, I think it was a, what kind of car was that? Didn't he just drive in a van? Mm. He had the muscle car. car. I don't know. I don't remember it. I don't want, I forget. I don't think, I think it wasn't a Chevelle. It might have been a Chevelle. Okay. But anyway, it was like an old muscle car. It adds like a certain bit of like texture to it. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not fucking around right now. <laughs> don't scratch my paint. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I like the way the car looks. Um, the Batmobile looks pretty dope too. Like the motorcycle he's going to be, uh, he's going to have in the, in the, uh, in the film. The costume doesn't look bad. I'm still not entirely sold on Robert Pattinson as Batman, oh, I but am. I'm completely sold on him. But so far, I like what I see. Yeah, I think I'm completely sold on Robert Pattinson, and the reason why is because I think they're going to give us a different Batman that we've than we've seen. Well, if, so if you, but if is you, that a th- is that speaking to Robert Pattinson or is that speaking to the Batman that we're going to receive? Because the actor and the, no, I think and the it complements they complement one another. Okay. Yeah, I think I think if you have a Robert Pattinson Batman, you can't put him in the same mold that you would put a Ben Affleck Batman or even a Christian Bale for that matter, because he's just not the type of actor. He's not that type of uh, he doesn't have the body build for that. You know, like I, I'm not going to like look at this guy and see him beating up, you know, 20 people at the same time. and be like, yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah. no, you're going to see him. Although uh, you can make anything make sense in film, but also like i don't want to see that like i want to see something di- and, and also too just out of the sake of just changing shit up let me see something different with this batman uh, i think he's going to be more in it i think it's you know it's been stated a bunch of times that matt reeves is aiming for more of like a kind of a detective sort of uh noir kind of feel to uh to this particular batman which i'm all about you know yeah let's let's get something a little different here then does uh, a car give you an indication of that yeah i think it does it brings it back to more like it it it, it makes it more grounded a more grounded batman that is yeah. more based in reality which is what um i think christopher nolan was looking for out of his dark knight and and everything was practical everything made sense right so even the batmobile uh in in uh, christopher nolan's uh dark knight trilogy um it was from uh it was like a tank basically yeah. you know what do they call it like the tumbler or something the, like yeah that? something like yeah. that uh and but that made sense because it was like it was made for the army and he basically just retrofitted it to to work for him like that makes sense. And this also makes sense as like an actual vehicle. Well, what doesn't really make sense is like the nineties Batmobiles. That was just like, like this isn't even practical. Yeah, like, the it's 90s like bat- yeah, you couldn't see super out the long, like <laughs> didn't even have a uh, fucking, <laughs> didn't have parking assist no, it didn't. or power steering. Uh, but this one, again, it looks like, you know, a, like an old like muscle car like or like 70s late 60s 70s muscle car yeah. converted into the batmobile so this makes that, that actually poses an interesting question what time period are we dealing with with this particular batman see uh, i think we could be, deal with it, like any particular time period because the car really doesn't matter a car from mm-hmm. 1950 right in, in 2020 no i mean the, the car but 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 that this is the first time that i actually thought about it of like yeah. Uh, no, but that's. A I good don't question. know when this Batman actually is supposed to be because it's supposed to be actually like a lot younger Batman. So I don't yeah. know if they're preparing for like a new, um, a new sort of series with Batman. Maybe this is like, like is going to be current time. You know what I would like if this movie was, um, not necessarily based in today, like twenty twenty, but mm-hmm. like maybe like ten years prior. Like this is like two, like twenty tens, right? Sure. Where a period in time which like, we've lived through. Pause real quick. You know they call that the aughts. Like aughts. that time period of two thousand between two thousand and two thousand ten, they call it the aughts. Like who who calls it that? Like fucking. I, don't know, I think like that's the technical people from term New Jersey. For it. You know, <laughs> or like smart people. 
I, can they not be one and the same? Ah, uh, usually <laughs> <laughs> you have have you met someone from New Jersey? Ah, uh, fair enough. Uh, hey, look to all of our. I think this is the second week in a row we slid New Jersey. So uh, <laughs> to all of our New Happens Jersey weekly. listeners, uh, we apologize profusely. Um, no, anyways, so uh, I don't know why I felt it. But they call it the arts, like scientific motherfuckers. Yeah, which is like what? Huh? No, just fucking call it the 2010s or yeah, no, 2000s. No, I'm, I'm calling it the 2010s. Well, I guess it's confusing if you call it the 2010s because t- technically the 2000, the the 2010s or the. Well, you call it the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, right? When, but when you, you can't because now we'll be confused. Yeah, but in, in, in 2070, right? Or let's say in 2050, right? When they're talking about like, oh, the 20s. Mm. I'm not going to be talking about the 1920s. You might. How do I know? It depends on what the fuck you're talking about. No, I'm going to be talking about the 2020s. No, you're not. I, or like, it's not as obvious that you're going to be talking about that. If you're, t- all right, we're, we're getting, forget this argument. Yeah. Let's yeah. get back I to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the odds, I'm not calling it that shit though. It's, fair the, enough, fair it's enough. the 2010s. Yeah, what were you going to say about, uh, uh, no, anyway, I, I just like, I just like the, we're, we're still on the Batmobile thing, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just, <laughs> I just like the way it looks. And one, I'm, I'm one for like, uh, the muscle car era. I, I think it just has like a certain energy to it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's about like old steels, gritties, grimies, you know, this is when people did their own oil changes. You got <laughs> shit done. Right. You, when did they do their own oil changes? No one, there was no fucking, te- uh, Jiffy Lou's been around tech shop 20 or, uh, 19. Yeah. And, and when you took your car to a Jiffy Lube in 1960, you also did your own oil change. They just had the tools for you <laughs> to do it. They just set you up. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> like, like hey, pull in there. We've hey, got the some fucking, tools. The tools are over there. Hey, the WD 40 yeah, over there. You've got you 15 know? minutes. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, right, but no, so far on. this Batman's looking good. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's jump to some other shit here. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Star Wars. Star Wars this week, we had some, uh, some interesting news. Uh, so I'll, I'll just read you this, uh, this, this excerpt here. Um, the rise of Skywalker ends with Ray discovering that she, uh, and spoiler alert for somehow, if you haven't seen the rise of Skywalker yet, um, Ray discovering she is the granddaughter of Palpatine. The reveal hinted at Palpatine having a lover who gave birth to a child, but the novelization of the film confirms that is not the case. After Palpatine apparent, uh, after Palpatine's apparent death in Return of the Jedi, he thrust his consciousness into a clone body, but the transfer was imperfect. Uh, various members of the Sith worked to create a host for Palpatine's consciousness, but not all of those bodies were successful. One of the failed hosts was useless and powerless and not quite an identical clone uh, of the Sith Lord. The clone body was not strong enough to host Palpatine, but it was strong enough to live a life and become Ray's father. Um, there's a lot of like fallout on Twitter about this. Oh my God. Star Wars is the dumbest film or Rise of Skywalker is the dumbest film, you know, of the series or whatever. Um, what do you think about it? Um, uh, first of all, I, I think, the disappointment in the rise of the Skywalker film is just misplaced. Like the film was great. It was a great movie. Um, it was a stellar ending to the St- Skywalker saga. You know what? We feel that way, right? Cause I feel that way as well, but the, the there's an overwhelming sure. presence online. Yeah. That people really hate this film. Yeah. And now especially granted, like the diehard star Wars. Fan. Yeah. Granted, uh, am I a diehard star, uh, star Wars fan? No. And, and sometimes when you're too close to the thing, yeah. you can't, you can't really you you have emotions about it that you don't even really understand right you know, you know what i feel like that with i remember when uh, the show angel ended mm-hmm. and i remember everybody else was like yeah whatever it's cool and i was like <gasps> why yeah. and it ended like that 
that's not enough, you know. And I just remember it being like, no, we yeah. need another season. And because most people can look at it generally, like, right, like generally, was it a good show? Was the storytelling good? Was the direction good? Like, do I feel fulfilled by what I saw? But when you're too yeah. close to the thing, it's like even if you get something really good, it's like. I'm closer to the thing. I want more. Like, yeah. I expected more. I have high expectations or I was disappointed in this. This wasn't clear, right? You yeah. start overanalyzing. I think that's what's happening here. But I will say that there is truth to the fact that um, in the rise of the Star Walker film. Or the Skywalker. What did I say? Something else. Skywalker. <laughs> in the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. crazy. <laughs> you sounded wild. Um, in the uh, the rise of the Skywalker film, right? Yeah. One of the things that was a disappointment for me was never having gotten clarity on who Ray's parents were. They no, just we, gave, we did get clarity. They just told us that her parents are just people, right? They're just they're Palpatine's son, I believe. Uh, yes. And then they 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 were just people, and they died. But it was Ray who like carried on like the power or the force or whatever the fuck it is but no it's like they couldn't have been just people right they were definitely just people tell us who they were at least tell us their names something i don't care bro we had like 18 films to sell hey, whatever it's fine at least uh, for me that was disappointing i'm like okay, who were enough. they sure um but with this sort of I, what i don't agree with though is this switch if you're going to commit commit you know what i mean yeah like i don't want all this half stepping of like oh i guess now it's I guess he was a clone, and I guess you know he had put his consciousness into another. You know, it's like, come on, like, don't try to like. I think this is what happens when you try. You really do try to fan service, meaning that like, like you hear people complain, and then you try to like, you know, correct whatever their complaint is. That oh, you know, Palpatine wouldn't have had a son, and he wouldn't have you know banged anybody. Um, and then you try to correct it with oh he. Forget that he put his consciousness in somebody else when he was about to die, and it's just yeah. like, no, just try stick to call with the original. Audible, look, like, I would have, yeah, like we already I, saw the play. Look, just put a pornographic novel of Palpatine out, you know, show the explicit details of how he banged somebody, yeah. you know, who let then, yeah, Palpatine you know, bust down? <laughs> who let that man? You know, is he the is he the true first Harvey Weinstein yeah. of it? <laughs> well, yeah, he definitely paid for it. No, I don't. No, he definitely didn't pay for it. <laughs> Empire coins. He definitely. No, he definitely used the force or something because uh, it wasn't nobody. He had to give a that, whole uh, ship or something like that. Yeah, let me give you the ship so you can get the fuck out of here afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, like, like, I, I really do feel like that's really wholly like unnecessary. You don't need to do all that shit in order to like service people. It you it, go with whatever. And honestly, I wouldn't have felt. I, even in the first place, if they were to like be like, oh, like he put his consciousness in somebody else. Okay, that's the original story he gave me. Good, whatever. Let's move on. Like, there's no need mm. to go back now. No, no, like, okay. So no, no matter how you feel like about the thing, mm-hmm. I, I respect your ability to commit to that thing. Like when you start trying to play all these sort of like, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. I don't know. Like that's when I'm like, this is stupid now. Like now, because now you don't know what the fuck you want to do. Now you're just, you know, it's like, you know. If, if you if we were like, hey, let's go out tonight, right? And then all of a sudden we started looking at each other like, where do you want to go? And we're both like, I don't know. Let's go this place. Let's go to that place. And it's like, just fuck it. Just pick a goddamn place. I don't give a fuck where you. Just pick the goddamn place. You know, it's just like commit to the thing. 
Mm, I don't know, bro. I like a little bit of variety. So, <laughs> all right, so, so you know how like you have barbecue sauce, right? You got the original <laughs> recipe. Our metaphors are the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, follow me down this dark path. Okay. Right. Listen, you got the barbecue sauce. You got your original recipe, okay? Sure. And you got the Men- the Memphis, Tennessee, the smoky <laughs> barbecue sauce, right? Okay. Then you got the habanero, right? But then and you got brown sugar honey barbecue sauce, right? Sweet and tangy, right? That might be what you're getting here. You've got the film version of, hey, this is the story that was told in the cinematic version of uh, the this last Skywalker film. But then you have the, um, I believe this is like the novel, the, novel, the yeah, novelized they, novelization. Yeah, the novelization. I always have problems with that word too. Yeah, which is so, I, I heard uh, you wanted to, wanting to make it audible there. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, uh, I, you, I don't, you I, I don't know if though. they novelized see, the movie. You see how you committed I did, to yeah. saying I didn't the quit. Word. I didn't stop. <laughs> I found a way. You didn't alter the story. <laughs> no. you, you, you stuck with it. Um, yeah. So, uh, but like, there's like, so you got the cinematic version, you got the novelization version, right? And sure. it's like, you can, you, you can still enjoy both. Like, hey, I saw this one and I'm like reading this. No, because as it's I'm, like an alternate ending no, to a that's movie. stupid. Okay, if you're going to give me an alternate ending, give me the alternate ending. Don't fucking put it in a novel and be like, this is the actual shit that went down. Like, no, like just it is an alternate the ending thing. just in a different form, right? Now, no. so at the end of Star Wars, at the end of Rise of Skywalker, if you waited after the credits and they gave you an alternate ending, would you have been okay with that? Yeah. yeah, you would have because it would have been like no, no, because movie. you already gave me the ending. If you're creating a novel based on the movie and you create a different ending in the novel than you do the movie, it's different if it's the reverse, right? If it's if it's uh, if you have a novel and in the movie you come out with a different like ending, okay, because you want to be a little different, you want to spice things up a bit. But if you're the you you already came out with the movie and now you're you're giving more context to the movie by creating a novel of it. No, I don't want to fucking see a stupid different ending because it like. You can't have like multiple versions of that novel ending, right? Like that's you're not gonna. This isn't a choose your own adventure book. Like, <laughs> true. That's funny, but I I think that you're getting. I don't. Know, I think Star Wars fans should be fine with this. You should, if not, be happier. Like you kind of get to choose which ending you prefer. Like, do you like the novelized? That's what they're. That's novelization ending. That's or what do you they're. Like the cinematic. That's ending? what they're trying to do. But the fact is, is that they're 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 trying to please people who are simply never going to be pleased. They're like, and look, if you're a Star Wars, you know, fanatic, and you know, you've watched this video, you hit the dislike button eighteen times. Comment below. Tell us what you would have liked to have seen with the fucking Star Wars film. What would yeah. have pleased you? Because in the it end? seems like Star Wars fans like. They have a very specific want, and it's like just tell us at this point, just tell us what that want exactly because you got a really good movie, and and I would imagine the novels are really good. Well, as to well. them, they did not get a really yeah. good movie. But I, what I would ask is that instead of complaining about like what people like to do is create neg- negative comments about, oh, they shouldn't have did this, they shouldn't have did that. What should they? Have what done? should they have yeah. done? Come up with something that would have been better. Rewrite the script and release it for us. Um, that would be better. But yeah. anyway, I do think that in this film right in this ending to the star wars saga now you have two options you can enjoy the cinematic version you can enjoy the novel uh novelization <laughs> I, I keep i'll keep wanting to say the novelized version yeah. uh, i don't know maybe, that as well yeah, yeah. yeah. um you, you got two versions it is just like an alternate ending that's the way i view it yeah fair enough all right let's move the fuck on uh last story of the day um pornhub let's talk about it um so let's talk about pornhub's non-pornographic movie uh, so turns out is this that, the one with Steve, Steven Spielberg's daughter? 
No, this isn't has nothing to do with that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Pornhub will debut its first non-pornographic film. The documentary is called Shakedown, uh, and Pornhub is hoping that its humongous audience, there were 42 billion visits to the site uh, last year. I mean, how many of those are like repeat customers, though? Because it's like, you know, could log off real quick, come back on, you know, maybe yeah. you got to go do something real quick. Knock you know. one out. <laughs> Go we'll get something to eat, chill for a second, uh, knock yeah, another out. Yeah, you know, so I don't know. I don't know about if I'm counting the actual visits because that might not be uh, individual visits. Uh, but anyways, um, uh, th- so they're hoping that the 42 billion visits, at some point, some of those visits, uh, they'll they'll check this actual film out. Uh, the documentary concocted by, <laughs> nice word there, uh, by filmmaker and conceptual artist uh, Layla Weinrub. Uh, is according to Variety. Wine rub? Yeah, I know this. It can't be a can't real make name. this up. <laughs> um, uh, according to Variety, a stream of consciousness, uh, non stream of conscious nonfiction narrative about the queer women and men who populate the lesbian strip club scene in Los Angeles in the 2000s. Shakedown will appear on Pornhub on its own. Um, performative space according to variety and the wine and wine rub <laughs> will be available in a chat feature once a week to talk about the documentary that's low-key smart as fuck just release this film even if like a fraction of that 42 billion check this movie out it's a success that's yeah. a success yeah um so um i don't think it's going to be people are like you're gonna like get a good you're not going to be able to create a separate section on Pornhub for just films that have no porn in it. Yeah. That, cause it's like, what are we coming here for? You might as well just create a different site and then have that site for your shit. But I respect the game. I respect. No, game. I mean, and what is the, uh, what, what does Pornhub stand to lose here? Right? Like how high of a risk are they taking on this? Extremely low risk. Yeah. If it does well, great. If you know, not, people we still might watch that. More shit. Yeah. If the movie's terrible, what are you gonna do? You're gonna back out of this video, <laughs> and you're gonna select another video where somebody's clapping cheeks, right? <laughs> Pornhub has co- content there immediately for yeah. your pleasure if you don't like this film. That's very That's true. not always the case, right? If like, let's say you're watching a movie on Netflix. I mean, sure, you can like find another movie to watch, but it's you know, there's there's some decision there's a decision making process that goes into that yeah, right you, you, you know who's going to complain about this film uh being on Pornhub though right um uh, let's see fucking republicans I don't know. well the same yeah maybe because <laughs> the same people who complained about Kaepernick kneeling uh for the national anthem I don't want your politics in my uh, sports yeah. they're going to also be like I don't want your regular ass film in my board <laughs> when I have my dick in my hand I don't want your political shit I don't want your gay stuff in I came to the heterosexual section now I've got to watch this movie on lesbians no 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 <laughs> I want to beat my dick like I'm like, a, like an American I, I'm a taxpayer god damn it America <laughs> oh, MAGA shit. country like, MAGA wait, like <laughs> calm down <laughs> Why so serious? <laughs> Dial it the fuck back. Just don't watch the film. <laughs> Sir, why did you watch all of the movie? <laughs> 
You came here to watch it porn. It was on here. Yeah. It was available for me to select. I can't believe that you would have me sit through. I thought that I was going to see some girl-on-girl action at some point during this film, and I have not gotten one single scene. No, sir. It, it was in the caption. You read it before you hit play. There was play. no reverse cowgirl in this fucking film. Sir, this movie was two hours long. You could have stopped it at any time. You watched the entire thing. Holy shit. Yo, I can imagine oh, they are going to get a lot of backlash from people who are like, well, I wanted to see porn and now yeah. you got this on there. No, like, they, no they're not going to see you, any you backlash can, because of exactly what you just said. Like, they'll just immediately back out of it once they're five minutes in and there hasn't, not even five, 30 seconds yeah, in and there know. hasn't been anybody dick down yet or, or had any other fucking. You know what? I think for anyone who, uh, and the lesbian porn category is a huge category. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, I've never watched lesbian porn. It's never been interesting to me. <laughs> To be perfectly honest, it's not terribly. I don't. I don't really get the whole sort of like fetish of it. Like it's just like what are we, like. And I guess maybe I don't get that fetish. Just like I don't get a lot of other fetishes. Nah. Like it's just Most like fetishes I don't understand foot fetishes. Like hand fetish. Yeah, th- those are all like to me. It's just like why am I? Why are we here? Like yeah. let's. <laughs> oh, what fetish. are we doing? We're missing We're the point of all this. <laughs> but uh, like yeah, but you know people who like are you know big into the lesbian category i can imagine that like this film you know might actually appeal to them it might do well right it Um, it might if you want like a story if you want to like see like an interesting documentary that might be a little too risque for like maybe like a netflix or like whatever then maybe you can check it out you know i think that's a good lane man risque yeah it's something that uh, the Keynes Festival would would use for some of their films, right? It's just like, uh, it's just too risque for us. You yeah, know? you want something a little. Uh, if it know. happens this year, it might get canceled. I don't know. They they were saying that too. You know that the Keynes Festival uh, Film Festival might actually get canceled canceled as well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, no, but this is an interesting take here for Pornhub. Shout out to you guys for being uh, just fucking trying to do something different. You know. Yeah. And, um, Try some different things. You you, you got to branch out, and again, the, the the risk here for them is very minimal. Yeah. Um, great segment to end on. Yeah. Never never bad talking about porn. Porn. Huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies Might and gentlemen. Might be our first sponsor. We gotta we gotta approach them. Hey, you know. Let's uh, talk Pornhub. I, I wouldn't turn them down. You know? No. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, free membership. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have to go on incognito anymore on Google, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else who watches porn. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, like always, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening to this podcast. Uh, you know, hopefully if you're, you know, uh, if you haven't, you know, been outside in the last four weeks because of the coronavirus, you know, you've gotten to enjoy a lot of, uh, <laughs> podcast episodes here. Uh, this is a good time to do it. You know, you're going to have Great a lot more time. family time, you know? <laughs> uh, so, uh, but like always, uh, if you, you know, if you like what you hear, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, but also hit that share button. And, uh, you know, share this shit with uh, anybody and everybody who you know can uh, appreciate this podcast as well. Um, with that being said, I think uh, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go get somebody at home. I'm gonna go shape up. Yeah, who's uh, you do that. You on need YouTube, one. You see my face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got your hat, so you're, you're hiding shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace.